The Knees of Mother Brown West Ham podcast is sponsored by 888sport.com forward slash West Ham. Palace at Palace at uh, Selhurst Park this weekend. The deal is West Ham to win and Sacco to score. Normally you'd get that at seven to one, but they're doing an offer: triple your odds on your first bet. So West Ham to win and Sacco to score against Crystal Palace at Selhurst Park this Saturday, twenty-one to one. James, they are great odds. <laughs> they're triple twenty-one to one. Twenty-one to one, triple what you'd normally get. And how do you get that? Uh, buy this aasport.com forward slash West Ham well the emotions are mixed you know a point is a point away from home and it's a good point especially when we were losing 2-0 but then if we were looking at last 20 minutes half an hour or whatever uh, I'm disappointed that we didn't Capitalized all that with uh, one more goal. Hello and welcome to the Knees of Other Brown West Ham podcast. We're joined in the studio this week by a sadly former <laughs> women's West Ham captain, Stacey Little. Hello. <laughs> it's where the official name is West Ham Ladies, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Still. <laughs> they would have joined the dots at home. Um, yeah, and we're fresh off the back of a 2 2 draw with Sunderland. Oh, not quite fresh off the back. Well, yeah, we're fresh here, weakish. Yeah. Off the back. Yeah. But yes, 2 2 away. Two, Another two point. Away. But of course, more new, more t- kind of newsworthy and poignant, given Stacey's presence here, is the you know the meltdown that's occurred at West Ham Ladies that we're going to find out about mm-hmm. in a second. We're going to get the scoop on that. Um, and on this episode more generally we'll talk about West Ham ladies like I say the Sunderland match also other West Ham news knocking about Big Sam is back in the Premier League he is back he is back we were saying February 27th Upton Park be there to watch Sam Allardyce come down and smash us to (laughs) to a chorus of boos yeah. <laughs> Can be good. <laughs> yes. Well, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and also, of course, we'll be talking about some latest gossip from the Leeds of the Round Forum that, you know, rumours a club might be sold. Yes, there's rumours uh, circulating this very day. Yeah. From a, from a source on there that's been reasonably reliable. Well, we'll drill into all that a bit later on. Do we want to begin with some feedback? Because last episode... I've got some feedback. We're nominated for an award, mate. Oh, yeah, there's that, isn't there? <laughs> you heard of this, Stacey? No, I it's haven't. big news. So, the highest honour a footballing podcast can achieve, apart from an Oscar or something like that... Or is, being knighted by the Queen. <laughs> ...is a footballing... <laughs> was it a football bloggers award. award? Yep. So, we've been nominated for Best Football pod- Podcast... Yeah, and uh, KMB has been nominated for Best uh, Forum. Best so we're forum. pretty excited about that um, mm. because we're quite vain. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you can vote, we'd love you to vote. Yeah, so apparently, so this is how you do it. It's a popular vote. Now, this is the thing, the, the important thing as a listener you need to bear in mind. Obviously, this is a West Ham podcast, but we're up against podcasts from other clubs. Yes. And there's some real scum in there. We're talking, <laughs> <laughs> we're some, talking your palaces. Some real horrible scum. <laughs> is that what you want? <laughs> You listen to this, it's completely free service. What you've got to do is look yourself in the mirror at some point in your life and say that you didn't do your bit. <laughs> and, you and you know, the Palace podcast, we can't be in that sort of situation, can we? No. So no, please vote. If you us. love this podcast, and more importantly, you love West Ham, and you've got a sense of dignity or pride, get onto uh, the FBAs, I think that they are on Twitter, but the yes. Footballing Blogging Awards, give it a Google, and then you can see how to vote there. And we're in the best podcast category, quite rightly. 
in my opinion. I'm pretty happy. <laughs> yeah, pretty I good. I was really happy. Actually, I was really chuffed. But how will you feel if we go up to Manchester for the awards and we lose? <laughs> I will uh, do a dirty protest. <laughs> uh, I was just looking up how to vote, but now I can't find it. Well, apparently you can, there's, a, there's twin routes. You can do it on Twitter and you can also go on the Footballing Blogging Awards uh, website and vote. But hey, why not do both? Here's what you can do. So on Twitter you say, I'm voting in at the FBA's for uh, Come Pod. That's what it is. As a best football podcast. So we need to do. Uh, or you can go on footballbloggingawards.co.uk and vote for us there. And vote for us and vote for Knees Up Mother Brown as a forum. We'd yeah. love you to. Imagine it. I can't. Imagine it. The success. I mean, it's not often West Ham get connected with trophies. And yeah, here's, one, this, here's one This could right be now. silverware. This could be our only chance of silverware this season. There's not many people who have said, I help West Ham win a trophy. Is there? <laughs> I mean, no. you, you, I mean, we don't like I said, we don't count the Antitoto Cup. But we are genuinely uh, appreciative if you did. And obviously, so thank you. Fantastic thing for West Ham. Yeah, to, they would be <laughs> I'm so really happy. appealing to you. Love uh, West Ham getting voting. It's a vote. Yeah, do it now. Excellent. And what at Ian Pierce chat last week? Ian Pierce. Yeah. So generally, I won't go into all of it, but generally, uh, Ian Pierce. Did you get a chance to listen to it? No. Stacy. No, I'm really bad. I mean, yeah, I did. It was really good. <laughs> no wonder this incident has happened. <laughs> this is your commitment. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Everyone loved him. Lots of talk about him being the best uh, podcast guest of yeah. ex-footballer fame well also yeah. <laughs> well Stace is it too ex-footballer <laughs> okay, still just... footballing <laughs> digging a hole <laughs> um, yeah of being a brilliant guest uh, and he was lovely wasn't he yeah I mean if you haven't listened it's an hour, it's an hour and 15 I think but he is a joy yeah. and there's not much of us he literally double whammy. he really does care they yeah. like, uh, and he's a fan he still goes he still yeah. goes and sits in the away end he goes in the away end I see him at one of the um, under 21 games actually a little while ago alright he yeah. was, uh, he's a, lovely, a genuinely lovely man. Mm. And he's, uh, he keeps, I'm not sure he knows how to use his phone, but he keeps texting me random. So when you text people's email instead of texting their number, and you get, you have to then go to a link and then mm. put in a password to get what a yeah. text is. He's texting me about, <laughs> text you I've asked him about ex players, I get other ex players, and he keeps texting to my email. So Ian Pierce, lovely man, but a Luddite. That's <laughs> can't, what got use, can't use his Blackberry. <laughs> what was the other thing he texted you about, Scott Mean? Yeah, Scott Mean. His mate is Scott Mean, who's now a cab driver. Was that yeah. the, t- the gist of it? Yeah, Scott Mean, who played several times as a substitute for us. Uh, mm. Was then in Mean Machine and EastEnders, and he's now a cabbie, I think, or was Chance a cabbie? I, I, the text was incoherent, <laughs> but he's a lovely man. Big question: <laughs> Is Scott Mean on the same rank as Abu? <coughs> I don't know. No, Abu played a lot, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. But apparently, Scott Mean's a good guy. Have you ever got a cab with uh, Scott Mean? Email <laughs> podcast at kmb dot com. Um, what other news have we? Stevie Bacon, we should just touch yes, on. Yes, I just want to say, get well soon, Stevie Bacon. When I was yeah. a kid, uh, he's in hospital at a minute. I think. Uh, it's, well, it is very serious, but um, hopefully he's on the mend. When I was a kid growing up, I used to see Stevie Bacon on the pitch and just think, what an amazing job that man had. Mm. You know, he's a proper legend, so uh, he's on Twitter. Um, so tweet him, get well soon. I know yeah. he'd appreciate it. Wish him well. Wish him well. And, and lastly, the introduction of a, uh, a new feature we're starting here. We want you to tweet a picture or go on Instagram, any social media method you like, of where you're listening to the podcast. And you can do so using the hashtag KUMBpod. And then the following week, we're going to review the images of where you were listening and decide amongst ourselves who who was listening to the podcast in the best place or had the best view. Yes. So what you do is you take a picture, you go on Twitter or you go on Instagram, use the hashtag KUMBpod. We're going to review the photos and see 
who was watch who was listening to this podcast with the best view and the, and the prizes james talk to me about the prizes well uh first the judging panel simon cow Cheryl Cole. Uh, they're bringing, we're bringing Brad- back Louis Walsh for this one because <laughs> he loves the podcast. I've just called, I've texted Bradley Walsh. <laughs> Bradley Walsh. Communication. Um, so, yes, so that's quite exciting. So, the prize is we're currently digging around to find a good price. <laughs> but, but it will be a good prize. Me, believe me, Graham Howlett, editor in chief of KMB, is digging around the loft and we're going to find a few special things yeah. and we will detail the nature of those things. He's, dig- next he's week. digging up his patio. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's some, <laughs> <That's> some horrible, <laughs> there's some horrible, horrible prizes buried there. Yeah. The people have argued with them on the forum. <laughs> um, no, it, it, that's, I think that's good. What's, yeah. What actually excites us uh, is when you hear about people. We love obviously all the UK guys, but when you hear people in like some on a uh, oil rig in Somalia, <laughs> listen stuff yeah. like that, it actually means quite a lot. So wherever you are, uh, tweet us a picture of where you're listening. Yeah. Yeah, and been attacked by Somalian pirates. <laughs> Dude, that's exciting. Yeah, get attacked by them, and Captain then they, they hear the podcast, and then they they decide <laughs> they become fans. Well, yeah, <laughs> we bring peace to the Middle East as well. Yeah, lovely. But yeah, excellent. Anyway. All right, hashtag KMB Pod, and in fact, here's how you can get in touch with the show. Get in touch with the show. Email us at podcast at kumb.com. Join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag KUMB Pod. Or why not follow us? Chris is at CJ Skull with a C. James is at Longers One. And Graham, editor of KUMB, is at KUMB.com. If you're on Facebook, be sure to join the KUMB group for all the latest news and gossip. There's also the KUMB forum for all kinds of chatter. Simply go to KUMB.com and click forum. Finally, join the KUMB podcast mailing list. Click this podcast link on KUMB.com and sign up for exclusive content from the studio and be the first to know about upcoming live shows. Come on, you irons. Excellent. Okay there. Um, Stacey, welcome to the studio. This is your third appearance. but uh, Third and final. Well, <laughs> no, you're still first and foremost a West Ham fan. You're a West Ham I family am, for am. life. Um, but obviously, it's been a, a very tumultuous couple of weeks for West Ham ladies. I mean, going right back to the start of the summer, obviously losing Julian Dix to yeah. the first team. Yeah, you can't blame him. Um, mm. It's what he wanted. You know, it's always what he's always wanted to happen. So you can't hold that against him too much. But I do blame him for everything that's happened. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's the headline. Quite cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only joking. I still speak mm. to Julian, and obviously he's doing great things at West Ham, and he cares about the ladies still. So lovely. But I mean, it's been relatively successful, has it not? A couple of years of the cup finals and yeah, and the like. Yeah, it's um obviously last season. With Julian, we finished sixth after finishing second from bottom the season before, mm. got to a cup final. Um, and then, yeah, it's, we were up and then it's come crashing down. So let's just put it in, mm. in context. So I've got your, I'm going to read your tweet, sir. Okay. I'm going to do it. I won't do it in your voice. <laughs> <laughs> so Stacey tweeted, after being suspended this week for having an opinion as captain, I've decided to leave West Ham ladies after being left no choice and being treated disgustingly by the club. Lol. She didn't say that. <laughs> Twitter speak. Uh, tonight I'm absolutely devastated and heartbroken to be leaving the club I love and have done so much for. When they say blood, sweat and tears, that's exactly what I've given and so much more. 
I was the proudest captain and would have run through brick walls for my team. It was a very hard decision to make, but there's only so much you can take. I've been driven out of his club by two individuals for having a voice. Wow. So <laughs> strong words. So what 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 went wrong? Um for me, just the appointment of the manager that's in now. Um to this day I don't know how he got the position. Um I mean, I, I don't know his qualifications. I don't know what he's got. But I've heard that, you know, there was ex-pros that wanted the job. Um, and obviously, following in, in, in Julian's footsteps, obviously, Julian raised the profile of the club massively. Um, and, you know, you we wanted to keep that going. We wanted to obviously push on from the season we had with Julian. And I was really looking forward to this season. I thought we could have done, we could have done really well. Um and for me, that was where it went wrong, appointing the wrong person. Um, for me, um, he's not a good coach. Um, coaching was, was the worst um, that I've had while I was at the club and and any other club, for that matter. Um, I thought he had no people skills. Um, and these are all points that I've that I've voiced to him in the meeting on the Tuesday when we when we walked. And how so? And so, how many of you did you, as a team, decide, or some of you as a team, decide that you needed to make changes? Yeah, I think there was a lot of unhappy people. Um, obviously, some people took it upon themselves to leave. The girls, obviously, that have stayed, have stayed. Um, and I don't begrudge them that at all. You know, that's their decision. That's fine. Um, but there was a lot of unhappy people that didn't agree with, well, didn't even like coach, like the training, um, didn't agree with, um, you know, things that were decided on the Sundays in matches. Um, but obviously, you know, you have stronger characters that are willing to get up and walk. And obviously some people that would just get their head down and, and get on with it. And to be fair, I, that's what I'd done. I, I'd been unhappy there for for probably pretty much the whole of this season and I tried to fight and I tried to um, I tried to get it out there to the chairman and I was just ignored I was you know and the, the the girls were coming to me and saying this needs to happen and obviously I'm that link between the manager the chairman and and the girls and I couldn't do anything it was out of it was out of my it was out of my control and um you feel sort of pretty you felt pretty useless as a captain and for me I've, I don't think I've ever been so disrespected as a captain before and so is that is that from the chairman as well did so did you directly <coughs> approach the chairman yep from the chairman as well I mean I went to the chairman and um he said basically that he wasn't interested any player issues you go to mark but but if the problem was with the manager so if I can't go to the manager about himself and and we had told the manager coaching is like training isn't good enough you don't coach us um and you heard the same things over and over again things are going to change things are going to change nothing changed you try and go to the chairman and he told no player issues are dealt with by mark but you can't how can i speak to the manager about himself i then need to go higher and i had no one to go to sure no one would listen to me and <coughs> i spoke to the um the dad so obviously you've got father and son, haven't you? I spoke to the um, John, I think it was. Um, I spoke to him after the Forest Green game, where um, I, was, I mean I was suspended. The girls lost three 0 and I spoke to him after the game, and I said, you know, I told him I was truthful as I always am, um, 
And I said, there's one solution. I said, he has to go. And he said, you know, he said, well, it's not me that needs convincing. By all means, he had been told loads before, um, but it was Stephen's decision. Um, so obviously, and he's not interested at all. And so when you spoke to the manager, did you guys a group to yep. speak to him? To yep. like so, have a clear the air? <clears throat> so, I mean, I had called a meeting weeks ago not Mark wasn't included in it it was the girls so we had um, I felt there was sort of an atmosphere between the girls and I called a meeting and we aired it and then we got Mark in because the girls wanted to voice some um, concerns of theirs to Mark he didn't really answer anything um, went out and trained really got nowhere Um, and then after the Basildon game when we lost 1-0 um and you know, Kerry had been released. I had been suspended. Were um, you suspended internally, or was it like, how is it? Was it? Did you get sent off in a game? Sorry. No, no. I um, this would this come from Mark mm. sent me a message, a text message, and said I'd been suspended because after the Basildon game, um, I I tweeted saying people now need to start listening and take action, um, and I got suspended for that when. Actually, on the same after the same game, our goalkeeper tweeted pretty much the same, and nothing happened. Um, and it felt like it was a personal vendetta um, mm. after that. Um, and I questioned him about it, and um, but again, a poor excuse. I mean, how can you suspend me and not and not your keeper um, for tweeting the same the same thing? Um, but obviously I was suspended. <clears throat> then um, <laughs> he sent out a text message to all the girls, not including me or Kerry, about there was a team meeting on the Tuesday. Um, and I said to him, I said, well, I've been made aware. I texted him, I said, I've been made aware that there's a meeting. I said, I will be coming. I said, I'm still part of this, this club and I will be coming to voice my opinion. He turned around and said, nope, you're suspended. You're not welcome. And I'm fully aware of your opinion. Um so I turned up anyway as I was always going to Um, (laughs) respect yeah and um, you know the girls the girls wanted us in there both me and Kerry because Kerry's vice captain (coughs) and um, he said fine okay sit down we sat down obviously it all started Um, he took for me a very um, a cheap shot and basically said that um the girls were slagging each other off, like picked out individual players, um, obviously trying to cause like stuff between the girls, um, which is just, I mean, I, I don't know what you're going to get out of that. Um, and, you know, there was evidence that he had, in fact, the girl that he said that we were slagging off, there was evidence that, well, he had every intention of dropping her. Same with our goalkeeper. He was going to drop her. And he sat there and he tried lying to my face saying, I never said that. Um, and it was very, it was very frustrating. But you know, and I've every everyone I've spoken to, I ended that meeting. I had my little notepad with my points that I was going to bring up. Pretty much what I've said to you, you know, mm. coaching, no people skills, this, that, the other. Um, and I just said, look, Mark. I said, there's one way this is going to be solved. I said, and you need to go. Um, I said, you've lost the changing room, and for me, when you've lost the changing room, I, I don't think you're ever going to get it back. Yeah. Um. I said, if you have any respect for any of us in here and yourself, I said, you'll leave. He said, I'm not going anywhere. And Are the chairman present while this is no, going on? No, no. He, he, for me, he is, you know, 
if he cares so much about being a, um, a success at West Ham Ladies, you need to be at things like this because that is his club and it's falling apart and he sat back and watched it happen. Now, for me, that's someone that doesn't care. Um, so what he's getting out of all of this, I have no idea um, because they're certainly not going to be successful the way it's carrying on yeah. and with the people that are in charge. Now, if this was happening at a premiership club, would the manager still be... You know, they've played six uh, six league games, they've won one. You know, and three of them games, no, no, four of them games, no disrespect to the clubs that have just come up, but three of them games, we won one out of the four and they're like, if you look, you think about it, and they're like really relegation sort of games that you need to be winning. Yep. You know, if West Ham, obviously we lost to Bournemouth, if we were to lose against them again, you wouldn't, you'd be like, what, you would, you expect to beat these teams. Yep. And it's the same in the women's league as well, really. Yep. And they, and they didn't. And you just look at it and you just think, I, I really don't know what, what his purpose is, uh, what he's doing at the club. Yep. Mm. What was the final straw then? Was it that meeting? That, yep, that meeting, the six of us, he basically said, well, I'm not going anywhere. And if you don't want a beer, then, then you can walk. And the six of us got up and walked out. Um, and and that was that. Um, and they, for, for me, I personally think that they didn't think that we would get up and walk. They tried calling our bluff and they lost. Um, and then obviously saying that we were released when we weren't released, we walked. And then trying to say that we were a surplus to requirements. Well, that's just the biggest insult. How yeah. can you have six starting players as a surplus to requirements? You just... Yeah. That was just just to give it context. Chairman Hunt told the BBC a meeting was called by manager for Tuesday evening to announce his decision to release a number of senior players who he deemed surplus <laughs> to requirements. The club is focusing its future on its main players. Yeah, and the main players were two players, and that was it. I mean, Aditi and Julia. And Julia, yeah. Yeah. We should say as well, we reached out for comment uh, from someone from uh, West Ham Ladies, and as at the moment, no one's got back to us. No. But you know, if they do, well, of course, we'll give them a fair shake next week. Yep. Um, of course. But and so, uh, so, what's next? So, what happened? So, I mean, you, you, you told me you went to see the team play uh, on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And they, um, they took a bit of a beating. Yeah. Charlton. Um, it was probably expected. Charlton are a decent side. Um, even if the six of us had played, it still would have been a difficult game. Yeah. Um, there's by no means if we had played, we would have won. It's not the case at all. Yeah. Because it still would have been a difficult game. Um, but we, I mean, we went to watch, um, and it was for me, um, it was heartbreaking to watch the girls. You know, um, I've got nothing against the girls on that pitch. Absolutely nothing, because at the end of the day, they just want to play football as well. Yeah. Um, but for me. It's the two individuals that have destroyed West Ham ladies. And, you know, I've taken, although I've had a lot of support that has been, like, truly overwhelming from not even just West Ham fans, from football fans everywhere. Yeah. I've still had some horrible comments. Um, And uh, (laughs) one was, I'm pretty sure it was a, a Twitter account set up after the game on Sunday. Um saying that I was sitting in the stands laughing. That's not my style at all. Yeah. Throughout this whole throughout this whole saga I've been dignified. I've been um I've stayed classy when I've had people from from, you know, West Ham ladies, um their little comments, their little digs at me. Um and after everything I'd done for that club I don't I don't 
expect that and I, yeah. I have no respect for people like that because I've done a hell of a lot for that club mm-hmm. um, and they have no idea how I'm feeling right now to be honest it's interesting from an outsider's point of view it felt like the, as a uh, moving forward it felt like it was getting together yeah you know mainly because of kind of the Twitter account mm-hmm. and kind of the updates and, Julian and, Dix, and the sponsorship and everything it felt like it was moving forward as a club and it could become a force yeah. if they played it right. Um, but, you know, what else speaks volumes as well is Tommy, our media guy, stepped down as well. Right. Um, Tommy Wathen. Yes. Yeah. And he had um, he had done a lot of me. He had pushed so much. He had done such a good job with, like, the whole Twitter account and things um, in the background for the girls and, and the team as a whole. Um, so for, for Tommy to step down... Again, that speaks volumes for yeah. me because. So did he step down last week as well? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He um he stepped down as well. He said, you know, he, well, he had agreed that we'd obviously been treated badly, and he wanted nothing to do with it because obviously we've built up a good like a good relationship with Tommy. He's yeah. been there a couple of seasons, and we've got to know him. So it's just, it's the same for him as well. It's interesting that he went before the the eight one defeat because I think when they were tweeting out during the game. Uh, whoever was tweeting out hadn't been on Twitter before because they were tweeting out oh, West Ham no, the score's yeah, now 8-1 to Charlton hashtag come on you Irons <laughs> which added a slightly <coughs> surreal yeah. element we're to the whole this. thing we're like, still in this like, I've read this right we're going to win 9-8 are we going to win 9-8 <laughs> optimistic slightly bizarre so obviously Tommy's presence is missed yep yeah, and it will be massively. Yeah. And so, for you and the girls that have left, what is your, what is your next step? Do you think you'll you'll join another team um, or start kind of an AFC Wimbledon? <laughs> or is it worth waiting but, around till this guy potentially so, loses? But see, so, I mean, you know, we've spoken about this, um, but how long do you wait? Mm. You know, for me, eight one. You, sure, I mean, how much more can you take? Yeah. You know, they've been getting abuse all week. Um, and I just I can't if he's not gonna go now, I don't I, he ain't gonna go. And to be to be honest, the girls, I don't think the girls are gonna wait around. Yeah. Um, because it, it's our hobby, you know. Okay, it's a decent level, but it's our hobby, and we yep. still want to be playing. Um, you know, I think I, th- um, well, every single one of us have been approached by. I like that. By quite a few clubs. Really? Um, How do they approach you? In the streets? No, is it? They get your number and, and call. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Um, I don't know. It's all about. I find quite exciting. Like, oh, it's uh, Spurs on the line. I think Fuck mainly, <laughs> <laughs> mainly it's number. all done. Um, it's all done over Twitter. Obviously, like they follow yeah. and then. Yeah. Mm. Um, and obviously, then they, they'll contact you that way. Yeah. But I mean, there's also girls that, um, obviously have left West Ham and there are other clubs and then get in contact with you. Yeah. But. I know a few of the girls are going to other clubs um, oh, wow. this week. They're going training with, with other clubs this week. Um, I don't know what I personally. I I don't know what I'm doing. Yet. I honestly, I haven't even thought about it. Chris and I are having a kick around <laughs> five aside. <laughs> you in? <You're> <laughs> Monday night under the lights, yeah. <laughs> under the old street lights. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's it's still a little bit hectic at the minute. It's still yeah. a little bit like it's a little bit surreal. I think. Um, you ain't really sunk in because um, mm. I mean how long have you been at West Ham Ladies sometime this was, this was my sixth season mm. um, and for me I wasn't going anywhere else like, I was going to finish at West Ham and, and that was it um, so now it's just all up in the air and I, I honestly I can't bring myself to like bring on another put on another shirt yeah. mm. um, like the Stevie Potts 
just play for the club. Yeah. So I, I don't really know what I'm going to do yet. What's your relationship like with the chairman? Do you think the door would be open if the manager went? For me, I'd find it very hard to... Because um, I've, I mean, I've spoken to people and I've heard things that he said about me. Oh, um, yeah. You know, um, he said... He sp- one person said uh, that the way he speaks to me or speaks about me, he makes me sound like I'm poison. Yeah. Um, you know, and then there's some people that he speak. they say that he speaks very highly of me. Um, and another, you know, then I heard him say, if West Ham ladies go under, it's my fault. Well, hang on a minute. Yeah. How can you say it's my fault? Put it's it all on me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and things like he's tweeting my, my tweets from from ages ago when we lost in the final. I'm not really sure what he's sort of getting at yeah. by doing that. Um, but, you know, I've I've been honest. I've given my opinion. I've given the truth. Um, and by them not releasing anything... I think shows um, who's in the who's in the wrong and who's who's in the right. Yeah. Mm. Well, difficult times ahead. Well, whoever has you'll be lucky if you move <laughs> on. Yeah. We're lucky. It's team. not going to be Spurs. Is well, it? Sorry, we're ended. No, I can't. Can we rule Spurs out now? What's that? No, can we rule Spurs out now? I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't put that shirt on. I quite, I quite <laughs> like my West Ham fan base. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to lose that. Judas, <laughs> we'll turn on you so quick. <laughs> The Needs of Mother Brown West Ham podcast is sponsored by 888sport.com forward slash West Ham. James just attempted to read out the special ad we have in this little slot, but it's not as easy as it looks, is it? I (laughs) panicked. Because the maths are thus. Normally, West Ham to win and Sacco to score would be 7-1, to but it's triple your odds on your first bet, which means this Saturday, Sacco to score, West Ham to win at Selhurst Park against Palace is 21-1. to Mind-boggling fractions there, James. Triple your odds. Triple your odds. like Carol Vorderman. (laughs) Facebook.com forward slash West Ham. Like a sexier Carol Vorderman. Okay, should we move on to... Yeah, I guess we should talk about um, the men's team. So Sunderland away last week, Stacey. 2-2, we fought back. Yeah, I think... From behind. Yeah, I think you'd take a point after being 2-0 down, I think. (laughs) But I think everyone had this expectation that because we've gone away and beaten the big teams... That Sunderland, we should have walked over, and obviously it wasn't the case. I but. mean, we went two 0 down so quick; it was unbelievable. Right, yeah, I can't it. remember where I was, and I see it. I can't. Oh no, I was watching the um, the under twenty ones against Hornchurch. Ah, uh, right. I was watching them, and um, it was Terry Wesley, the under twenty ones manager. He was like, "We're two down." I was like, "Great, thanks." <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, what excellent. I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first game I'd set goal alerts up for on my phone, so that was that was a nice uh, that was a nice little touch. I was uh, in the air, and usually we do well when I'm in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever West Ham play now, I circle the earth, <laughs> <laughs> hoping for a good result. Hoping but for a good result. Two two though, James. I was when I landed, I was pretty happy because um, you didn't have the context, though, didn't no, you? No, I didn't have context, and also I had that moment where WhatsApp. Uh, notifications start going mental mm. and usually the first ones come through not the last ones and it's like oh god here we go they were all so depressed and I thought I can't deal with this mm. and then 2-2 I was uh, happy with I think a point away at a team like that is always a good result mm. you know it could easily well, we're all saying it's exactly a type of match where they've been on a losing streak yeah. long come West Ham hi hi guys <laughs> let's play football I believe you ordered three points <laughs> I did say that to someone. I said, we're going to lose. And when I say 2 now, I was like, I told you. Yeah. Obviously, we did come back. But it is one, it, as you say, it is one of those games where they haven't got a win. 
all season yeah. and we up we come and you just know what's going to happen yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, we're unbeaten five now our defence is shaky but it still feels pretty good. We're fifth, aren't we? Yeah, so we are. Got, we can't complain. Um, before we talk about the Palace game, which is the next one, we should talk, stay on Sunderland because obviously Dick Advocat went after the game. In comes a man we're all familiar with, <laughs> Big Sam. Um, I mean, Stacey, where do you stand on that? When, when Sunderland comes to Upton Park, what will be your reaction? Are you going to cheer the man? Silence? Booze? Uh, I'm not, I wouldn't boo. I wouldn't boo because he's obviously stabilised us you yep. know, to where we are now. Um and he, he took us as far as he could take us. <clears throat> I wouldn't boo. I, I wouldn't boo. And, I, oh, it's going to be horrible for the man. It's going to be horrendous, I think. It's yep. going to be... Um... Just being in Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe he'll manage from Dubai. Yeah. He'll just call it in. I reckon he'd like a big Skype screen to, uh, to the training ground. Yeah. Like a Bond baddie. <laughs> stroking a cat. Yeah, stroking a cat. <laughs> um, do you think he's going to keep him up, James? Uh, yes. He's a good manager. Mm. Um, you know he did a good job for us he'll do a good job for him he'll be on so much money imagine the bonus, the bonus for sale well, allegedly hefty hefty what if Alan he keeps pa- him up Alan Pardew had a similar deal where if he kept Palace up I think he was the highest paid manager that year and apparently Big Sam got wind of that and he's got some sort of massive <laughs> bonus for keeping them up if he does it there was a little bit of chat on um, the uh, Sunday supplements is it Sunday supplements where they said apparently uh, Sam Allardyce's wife used to go up knees on and uh, used to go up on on knees up, Mother Brown, and read up on how he was viewed, and I was like, "Oh God, I'm she's sorry." A, she's, not, she's not on the forum as Mrs. Allardyce. <laughs> Imagine that. She hid in plain, in plain sight. <laughs> Savile. Um, yeah, she used to go on the forums, and by all accounts, she'd been on Sunderland forums and seen really good. She relays it to him and said it was really positive. The reaction to him joining. Can you imagine when that during that terrible run, you'd go on those forums as the wife oh, of a would, man? Mm. Yeah. Oh. But um, oh, good luck you? to him. Yeah. I say good luck to him. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I would like to think he'd get good reception. It was the right time. We split the right time. We've both moved on. Yeah. On to better things. On to better things. One, so good luck to him. One man who hasn't moved on to better things is Alan Pardew. And he's the manager of Crystal Palace. Yeah. Who we played this Saturday at Selhurst Park. Yeah. Stacey, where do you think uh, Where do you think the score will sit there? Um, they're not a bad team, are they, Palace? They're not. <clears throat> um, he's doing well there old pods mm. um, do you like him by the yeah, way yeah I do like him mm. to be fair I do like him um, I've, I think it'll be a tough game oh, I'm going to go 2-1 win 2-1 win yeah it could be an attacking game couldn't it it could be like 5-5 five, five. could be an end to end they've got good wingers we've got quite shoddy defence at the moment they've got that massive eagle to intimidate us yeah. and it works and it works well we won last season didn't we there and the season before was Pulis when we go we, when lose, we, go, we lose and we're not that going was, that was Pulis wasn't it that's when that guy in front kept farting <laughs> and we're losing 1-0 I was getting furious with the, with the, the, the Pulis when the guy farting <laughs> so, that's the angriest I've ever been um, uh, I, it's going to be tough I think they're, they're a decent side but it might be a ding dong I'm going to go 3-3 three, three. how about that well imagine it <laughs> um, ding dong well I, I can't see us winning I think Pardew's doing so well and you know we're going to have to lose sometime so maybe, maybe this is it undefeated in 5 mate undefeated in 6 after Palace yeah quite right um, 
West Ham, there's some other West Ham news that West Ham might potentially have a buyer. Yes, a jinxed who is on the Knees Up Mother Round forum as uh, a relatively reliable in the know reckons that there's a gentleman's agreement uh, that at the end of the season, as long as we're in the Premier League, we uh, will be sold. Any idea Potentially to, to a UK buyer. It's just been hinted at. It's all smoke and daggers. Um, we're having a wet round. We're hoping to buy. <laughs> but they, the chairman have said quite a lot that they're not going to sell. I'd um, be surprised. I don't know. I don't know. Could it be rubbish? Could it happen? Mm. If it does happen, it's going to be to someone with megabucks. I mean, that would be lovely. Well, where do you stay on that, Stacey? Um, you... I'd buy the Premier League for one year. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, To be honest, I've always said I reckon they'll sell, but after the first season at the Olympic Stadium. Yeah. I think they'll... They'll, they won't sell going into Olympic Stadium um, after that first year I think they'll go be interesting won't it? it is interesting it's an interesting time it is to be alive uh, and Morgan Amalfitano gone Later. Stacey I think Sad. did he leave with us <laughs> was yeah. he in the dressing room with you when it kicked off <laughs> Amalfitano what are you doing here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had nothing better um, to do yeah. <laughs> I did like someone's tweets me though they said I was more like my Exit was more dramatic than his. I didn't even realise he had gone until someone said that. <laughs> yeah, it was actually. I mean, he won't be missed though, will he? No. no I don't even no. know why that contract got signed. He Bizarre. got an extended contract. Yeah. yeah. Bizarre. That was scenes. an Allardyce doing, wasn't it? Probably. Yeah. Um, and Darren Randolph. So he was a Republic of Ireland hero. They've obviously qualified for the Euros. He came on for Shea Given. And not only did he keep a clean sheet, he set up Shane Long for the goal. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> I love have that. you seen? Have you seen the goal of Republic? No, Mike? I haven't. Darren no. Randolph boots the ball eighty yards, puts the puts Shane Long through on goal against the world champions, uh, and he's sitting on our subs bench, which I thought was brilliant. And like he seems like a good <laughs> bloke actually, and there's quite a good uh, BBC article about him, about his background and all of that. Mm. So it's really really interesting, worth reading. Yeah. Um, and also, just this is nothing to do with it, but Republic of Ireland, I saw someone uh, tweeted the Republic of Ireland flag and it had Lionel Richie on there uh, and on the end it had Shane Long. What does that mean? All night long. That was, oh, <laughs> that was quite a clever, <laughs> a clever flag. Interesting. Interesting <laughs> visual pun there. Uh, and this next story. Oh, well, Pablo Almero has allegedly been caught with two prostitutes by his wife and her so he's over. So he's over in Brazil. <laughs> And uh, he, apparently his wife and her father and the children walked in on him with two prostitutes. The, the, the interesting thing about that I like is that it wasn't just the wife and father, it was also just two. You know, one wasn't enough for the man. <laughs> yeah. When in Brazil. <laughs> Pablo Amairo, oh, the World Cup star of West Ham. <laughs> West Ham a couple of years uh, ago. I mean, that's, that's getting caught bang to rights, isn't it? There's yeah. no getting out of that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realise they were here. Yeah. I didn't know a prostitute. Do you think what excuses you could come up with? <laughs> well, obviously, thoughts with Almero there. <laughs> um, uh, and while you're here, Stacey, last season, We've all done it. last season at the bowling, something we ask everyone, what's your favourite memory? Um, it's got to be when I was mascot there. Wow. Yeah. Um, what was the game? It was Southampton, 2000. We won 2-0, I believe. Um, and I remember I ran out. We went, obviously, to the end that we usually start off, and it was Craig Forrest in goal, I think. Right. And um, I remember the ball. I heard, obviously, they said, when the when the whistle blows, obviously, come to the centre circle. But So, anyway, I've heard the whistle blow, but this ball's rolling towards me. 
and I thought, I need to just smash it. So this ball just rolled to me and I've just smashed it and it's gone straight past Forrest into the into the corner. And I remember the um Bobby Moore stand obviously like all cheered. <laughs> and I was like running back. <laughs> but that's gotta be my it's nothing to do with West Ham, it's about me. <laughs> but it was at it was at Alton Park. That's, that's pretty unbelievable. Stand. That's a great scoring yeah. a goal in front of the Bobby Moore Lowe. Yeah, I scored an own goal in front of no one in the stands, but that's <laughs> an own goal. <laughs> <laughs> but what Wonderful. an own goal it was. Yeah. Amazing. Um, Stacey, thank you very much thank for joining us. For of course, me. you're on Twitter. Yeah. I'm sure, everyone's, I'm sure everyone's seeing me somewhere, but it's at <laughs> Stacey Little. Lovely. And uh, good luck with that cough as well, some listeners may have noticed. I think I had a cough the first time I was in here as well. <laughs> really? I actually do. <laughs> well, we'll look forward to inheriting that cough in future weeks. <laughs> um, go on, what are you going to say? Oh, also, everyone watch my show. Glitchy. Glitchy, ITV2, 10 o'clock, or on iPlayer. Um, I think it's good. Uh, and I, funny, I just got a text saying, do you mind if I send the show to Tim Lovejoy? He wants to watch it. So Tim Lovejoy wants to watch. Tim Lovejoy endorsed Glitchy. <laughs> uh, it's go. like a sketch prank show on ITV2 at 10. That's Tuesdays, on Tuesdays. Oh, I play. I need go. to watch it at 10 anymore. <laughs> That's a KMB pod exclusive there, Tim Lovejoy watching yeah. James's new show. <laughs> Stacey, thank you very much for joining us. Good Thanks luck you. for the rest of the season, Shane obviously. Shane Ritchie watched it as well. He tweeted about it. <laughs> so the, all the big names. Clang. <laughs> we done? <laughs> Yeah, we're done. All right. LXA, good luck with the rest of the season, Stacey. James, thank, thank you. you very much. Good luck with your new show. I hear Tim Lovejoy is interested in Oh, and in vote it. for us as well. Yeah. FBAs. FBAs, get Football on there. blogging awards, don't, please. Yeah, don't forget to do that. Chris will come around to every one of your houses, no matter where you live. Yeah. And cook your breakfast. Yeah. Also, <laughs> pictures. Where are you listening in the world? Take a picture of where you're listening. Use the hashtag KMBPod. We're going to rank them yeah. in a couple of weeks. Next week, Matty Everington pre-record. Yes, Matty Everington on the show. Live in person. Look forward to that. Should be good. Lots to talk about. Really good. In the meantime, come on your eyes. Come on your eyes.